One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Bob Shoy, and on my own to introduce this episode. Um, this is a compilation of recordings that I made on my travels through Scotland um, for my summer holiday in 2021 uh, with Rebecca, who you've heard on some previous episodes. We went to York together and um, some other places I can't remember right now. Excuse the rose noise, the window's open because it's extremely hot. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's me and Becca and we're sort of taking a trip through Scotland and I took my portable recorder with me because I knew we'd be visiting Loch Ness, for example. Uh, we talk about the Bolskin house, um, amongst other things. It's sort of just like a real compilation of bits of recording from strange places or interesting things that we saw on this trip related to stuff we talk about on the podcast. So enjoy that. I'm not going to jump in at the end to give any of the uh, extra gumph, so I'll do this up front. Um, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can do so at wtatupod at gmail.com. You can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com and you can uh, contact through there as well. Uh, you can find links on that to all the places you can find us online, social media. You can find ways to the merch store to buy t-shirts and things. You can find links to um, ways to donate to us monetarily. Um, all sorts of stuff like that. And if you like Weird Tales, you might like some of the other stuff I work on. You can also go to bobshoy.com, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.com. Uh, that's the homepage of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network. It's um, sort of a collection of all the different shows I work on. You can go on there. And if you want to support my time editing um, and researching and hosting this as well as all those shows, you can go to patreon.com slash bobshoy. And uh, you can donate there for as little as a pound a month or a dollar a month, depending on where you are. So that's all good stuff. This series is going to be a bit of an odd one going forward. Uh, we've got big plans to do something very different for this series. So after this, it's going to be a week off, and then we're going to come back uh, swinging. We may have a sort of a bumper-length series. I think there's going to be an extra episode squeezed in to get all our plans done, but it's not going to be your usual fare. It's going to be something a bit different uh, with guests, and uh, yeah, it should be fun. So, so about two weeks' time, we'll, we'll be starting that. Uh, until then, enjoy this episode of me traveling around Scotland.
Hey everyone, this is Bob Shoy, standing on the shores of Loch Ness. And I'm going to do a little bit of Nessie hunting, see if I can find the bugger. We talked about him way back on, I'm going to take this off the top of my head, Weird Tales episode, hang on a sec. Sorry. Weird Tales episode 14, I think. I don't know, that's off the top of my head, but it was an early one, really early episode about cryptozoology in general, Nessie and Bigfoot and, and the like. And um, now here I am at the place where he lingers. <laughs> he lingers. And um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm just pulled over at the side of the road, which is where you can hear some cars, but I'm going to be going a little bit further down to the uh, town of uh, Dromna Drokit. It's part of my pronunciation. And we're going to visit the castle, look out on the loch. This is our first sighting of Messi, this is. That's Becca. And uh, yeah, if I see anything, I'll let you know. If I there find is! Out, if I find any interesting history, I'll let you know. And uh, yeah, so here we are, live from Loch Ness. Over down in Loch Ness now, by uh, Erkehart Castle. Again, pronunciations. But uh, you know, it's the big castle, the famous ruined castle on Loch Ness. But something I've just learned. A bit of interesting weird tales. So, in the 1100s, the Gaelic nobleman, again pronunciation, Conachar Murmach Eoth, gained a secret hold over local witches forcing them to build the castle for him. So this castle was built by witches. This is um, this is Weird Tales Gold already. And we haven't even gone near the castle yet. Oh, nice. Just walking down to it. So get ready for some updates. I think the biggest thing is like... Right, there's a story that claims there's two chambers hidden under the castle. But there's a twist. One's filled with gold and the other plague. Would-be treasure hunters were supposedly put off for fear of unleashing pestilence. Like you're getting into it. But wait, there's a twist. There's a twist. So yeah, that, that hopefully isn't the last bit of Weird Tales Gold. And obviously I'm still on the lookout for Nessie. I'm kind of going to wait till I'm, I'm up at the castle ruins and then I'm going to look over and really scour the, I'm going for the, gold the horizon. Let's go. Plague for me then. So, um, listeners, if you want a visualisation of Urquhart Castle, you can just Google it, or cast your memory back to uh, the mid-90s, the film Loch Ness with Ted Danson. Uh, Ian Holmes' character was guarding the front of this place, staring daggers down at uh, Danson on his boat. And, uh, yeah, it's that, it's that castle anyway. We watched that, that film the other night. In preparation of coming to... I had watched that film as a kid. Um, I always really wanted to like it, but found it incredibly boring. I tried to watch it so many times. You're missing out. This time, I actually, you know, quite enjoyed it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was the first time you saw it, though. What do you think? Film reviews? Yep. It's a solid... It's a really, really good Loch Ness film. It's probably 
more than the other ones, though. Yeah, I think it's alright. It's like a Disney film, but like... It's quite bit, wholesome, isn't it? It's a family film, isn't yeah. it? It's alright. Yeah. It was just the right amount of, like, silly. Well, no, make it sound like a comedy. This was in a film in 1998 as well. Well, there you go. Trevor From the company that brought you four weddings and a funeral comes the story of a timeless mystery whose time has come. You want me to go find the Loch Ness Monster? Is that what you're offering me? No, John. I want you to take the state-of-the-art equipment and prove that it's the biggest hoax of the century. <laughs> now that's a monster. So you'll be another beastie hunter? Yeah, that's correct. But I don't have much time, you know. I gotta get up to Greenland before winter hits, find Santa Claus. update. Um, I've been calling it Urquhart, um, but I just heard a member of staff here refer to it as Urquhart. So, you know, take that as what you will. I'm probably going to refer to it as Urquhart from now on because I'm easily influenced, but maybe that's wrong too. Or maybe he's just uh, playing a game with me, seeing if I'll copy him. Let's carry on for the journey through Urquhart Castle. Peaceful, then, really. I was just turned this on, so it's peaceful. It's um, it's incredibly peaceful here on the shores of Ness, still within the walls of Urquhart Castle. It's lovely. Is it Urquhart? I don't know. I'm probably wrong, I'm going to keep saying it. But you can, looking out across the lock now, what I was going to say is you can see how people think they've seen something in there. Because this lock is so big, I think 25 miles long, if I remember them telling Ted Danson that in the film from the other night. (laughs) It's long, anyway. But when you look across it, it's so long it's almost got like its own waves going up and down. All these ripples and the shadows that the ripples create, you almost like see little things. It looks like 
creatures are bobbing up and ducking under or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if you've had a couple of, if you had a tipple, a couple of, whiskeys, a couple yeah. of maybe a bottle of scotch, you might, uh, <laughs> you might see. I can, I can see how you would see something in there, and if other people have said they've seen something too, then you can see how the stories flow over time. This mysterious creature I'm looking out now. I'm swearing. I'm seeing stuff. It's real. It's real. So walking down the steps of the castle. Out of the water gate. Out of the water gate. Down these steps right down onto the shore. Um, so we're right against the water now. Back at nearly fell down the stairs then. And um, I thought it might be nice to record because you can really get the sound. I had messages from some listeners who like hearing the ambience when I do these outside recordings. Oh, I nearly fell down the stairs there. This is really amazing from here. And um, I thought it would be nice for you to hear the uh, loch. So here we go. Just a little bit of ambience. It's getting a little bit windy now, so maybe uh, there might be some wind over that. Lapping. Yeah, the wind's let up here. It's nice and calm. And I'm pretty much, I'm squatting down at level with the water now, looking over. Seeing if I can just see something's head peeking over. Looking over at the other side of the loch. So I'm up at the top of the castle now, oldest part. <laughs> uh, according to this sign, I'm going to read you a sign here, or a part of it. Perhaps built in the 1220s. So this is old, really old. And uh, just going to walk to the railing. View, oh, very windy. Highest view of Loch Ness we're likely to get. Now, have you seen anything in the water stirring around? It's in these trail things. There's like white lines. White lines in the water. Yeah. What do you think? Nessie related? I reckon so. What else could they be? Well, exactly. That's it. You're right in the spirit of things. So, I know I've dismissed Nessie in the past. Poo-pooed even. And Google Earth and that, I've basically proven it wrong. And that famous picture was a gynaecologist who was proven was false. And all that stuff. But you know what? Standing here, it's hard not to feel a little bit of the old Nessie magic. And maybe there's something staring in that water. Until next time, Bob Shroy for Weird Tales. I bet that's so pretty. I bet it is, that's why I'm trying to cup it. I don't know, that's why I'm trying to cup it.
this guy. I'm leaving the castle in this uh, room with a little good bit of ambiance. <laughs> Out of our bannocks in it. So, uh, gonna leave here now. Go and get some uh, whiskey. Like it. Exit through the gift shop. <laughs> Exit through the gift shop, get some whiskey and some uh, Loch Ness ale. Darkness. Postcard. <laughs> Stout. And uh, I know the Bolskin house is on Loch Ness. Mm. But we'll talk about that a bit later. Let's shove off. Right, Becca. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Um, listeners, it's been an exciting day. Um, we're now sitting in our camper van motorhome i forget the difference motorhome right home is on the motor right so and um after the castle yeah we went into the small town of drumna jocket yeah um, again these pronunciations drumna drumna jocket you blew your load in the gift shop well i went to the loch ness gift shop and um, it didn't disappoint. It was genuinely, as gift shops go, I don't normally buy gift shop stuff, but as a gift shops go, there was some good stuff in there. Oh, wow. got, got a Loch Ness shot glass to drink some whiskey that I bought. Yeah. In style. Which we got out of the castle. Which we bought out of the castle. So we bought some whiskey out of the castle. We bought the, uh, the the what's the name of the castle? I forgot. I was getting the name wrong. Urquhart Castle. Yeah. We got we got their whiskey. So, you know, I don't know what it's going to taste like. I'll try some later. I'll record. I'll, I'll record me trying it. I'll let you know. Um, anyway, so I, we bought some whiskey, bought a shot glass, bought a, a really awesome Loch Ness tea towel. You know, the, the old sort of one you, your grandparents have, that sort of old tea towel. Um, some Scottish tablet to eat. Um, shortbread. All sorts of good stuff. Shortbread for everybody. All sorts of good stuff. Some shortbread for gifts. But the main thing, the main reason I want to tell you all this is because in that shop was a small book, a small square book called The Loch Ness Monster. And I thought, well, let's get it. Let's do a bit of research and see if I've missed anything about Nessie. Um, Becca, the hmm. reason I wanted you here when I recorded this is you didn't know anything about this book. Yeah, no. You just saw me pick it up and buy it. Yeah. And I want to point out this book was only £1.95, so, so not a lot. So... Well, it's quite small, isn't it? It's very small, very thin, but I thought, you know, they've condensed this down to the finest points. Um, so what we've got here, I'm actually just going to read the introduction. Right, well, it's on page three, so you've lost a couple of pages already there. Well, that's all books like that, come on. <laughs> so it says, The Loch Ness Monster. What dark and mysterious secrets lie beneath the surface of Loch Ness? No one knows for sure, but at over 23 miles long and 750 feet deep, there is plenty of room to hide them. It is lost in the highland mists of time when people first discovered something extraordinary lurking among them. In the 6th century, St. Columba confronted a, quote, water beast on the shores of the loch 
and the legend of the Loch Ness Monster has been passed down from generation to generation ever since. She was a shy, reclusive animal who kept herself to herself and whose privacy was respected in the local community. Then, in 1933, this peaceful existence was broken, when a series of sightings captured the imagination of the world and brought Nessie into the full glare of a publicity storm. From that moment on, Loch Ness became the focus of many famous encounters, hoaxes, explorations and scientific research. Although Nessie's whereabouts remained a mystery, millions of visitors from all over the globe car pulling in, we're in the car park of a, a small forest, off, off-road forest campsite thing. It's really peaceful here. It's very peaceful. Except for right now. Except this is like the only cars that have pulled up. It's like, a pink, it's like a picnic site, basically, with no one here. Anyway, where was I? There's no doggers, so um, he's left. Visitors all over the globe still share a hope of catching a glimpse of her. Even the critics and naysayers gaze a little harder and longer as they stare across the loch like I did earlier, as deep down, don't we all want to believe in the secrets of Loch Ness? And then it just says underneath, the Loch Ness monster has been likened to a prehistoric plesiosaur. We do believe. Well, this is the thing, right? So that's the introduction. That's to get you... Mm, what you whistle. To really capture your inf- imagination. Mm. Did you, aside from them saying the size of the loch, mm. and even then they said about, <laughs> is about... 23 miles long. Hmm. Did you get any facts there? Because it's just like people want to know. So now, every single rest of the page of the book Hmm. is just a picture with a little thing underneath it. Right. That's it. It's just a little picture on every page. And they're paintings. They're all pictures. There's no photography. It's just... Not even the famous, like... Not even, like, the famous... Oh, no, that's in here later on. But we know that's a fake. So they're putting that in with the rest. So there's just a picture of Loch Ness... On the, on the pages. Is that a photo or a painting? No, it's a photo. There's old pictures of just like grey blurs on the water from oh, different Oh, wait years. a minute. Look at that one. What? That's definitely a wave. Yeah, exactly. It's a wave. <laughs> no, that is an orca. Yes, that's what I think. Are they even in there, though? Well, there's seals. There's seals in there. Like the, That's not know, a seal. That's like an orca. You know, um, I remember this all coming back to me. The, you know when you get the three humps of Loch Ness? Yeah. That's like seals, like cresting. Oh, right. When you get like a few of them together. The group, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the backs of the Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's... That's that's like... I don't mean to to dump on Loch Ness on this Weird Scotland episode special, but this is just a picture, like a painting. That's like an artist rendition, isn't it? Yeah. That's like Mummy Nessie and Baby Nessie. It's just a seal. Do you reckon that's a seal or something bigger? Oh, hang on a sec. Becca's been run around by these pictures. Looks bigger. Well, it's hard to say. Like the, There's no point of reference for size in this photo, to be honest. But I think it looks more like a little, anyway, little dolphin or something. That's the old picture. We know that's fake. What was that it? That surgeon made it. I can't remember. A bit of driftwood and something else. <gasps> and He used an old umbrella with an elephant boot print on the bottom of it to stamp footprints in the ground oh it was a big fight fat fallacy fucking genius he was um so it's all basically it's all the same thing though it's just it, <laughs> i mean it's just nonsense isn't it that's just that doesn't even say anything about it. it's just like picture of the lock 
Nice. So it's just a boat. We saw that today. These are just... What's that on the left? Well, that's what they're saying. What a pale that? form. Come mm. on. You're looking... It's a bit of nice artwork. Yeah. So... That's the what that's And what that's the end of the you. book. Yeah. Gets to the last page and it just says... It's just a picture of the It says, The story continues somewhere in the deep, dark waters of Loch Ness. Look all that information about how, like, the ISBN and all that where it was published and stuff and nothing about Nessie. So, what I'm saying Damn. is, a you good can, book, a good fun book. You've been... Good pictures, but I can find these in Google Images. You've been ad. I've, well, but it's one ninety five. so what do I expect? My point is, I thought that we were going to come back to the caravan or whatever it's called, park up somewhere. I was going to have a rifle through this tonight and be like, wow, you know what, they actually have really gathered some interesting stuff. I mean, I loved Loch Ness is Beautiful. Mm. I love the idea of nesting out of dinosaurs. Mm. This hasn't given me any more information. I reckon it died and its body's at the bottom of Loch Ness. I think <laughs> I think a few uh, Loch Ness locals had a few too many whiskies and they saw some seals. I think that tourism was waning. And they're like, oh shit, what are we going to do? I think, I mean, correct me if i listeners who might have listened to that episode more recently. I think that whole surgeon thing was like a bet or a prank. Great. He was trying to prove someone wrong or something. Anyway, <laughs> um, we haven't uncovered anything new about Loch Ness. I hope you enjoyed our visit to the castle anyway. Except that it is beautiful. Like, it's a really stunning Oh yeah, place. great. And you can see shapes on the wall. It's awesome. Great. I loved it. I mean, I still went and bought a load of merch. I love Nessie. Yeah. I love Nessie. It's just like I love Bigfoot. I don't believe in Bigfoot, but I love Bigfoot. Great character. Uh, Mothman and Yeti, different matter. Those, those guys are the real deal. Dun, dun, dun. But anyway, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll clock back in just to let you know what I think of the uh, the castle whiskey, and then I think tomorrow I'll talk about the Bolskin house. Yeah. After. And if I see anything else weird, I'll let you know. But After yeah, sky. this is. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this little travel log of. Uh, I mean, we're, we're not recording that much. Just maybe if I see something weird. It's going to be a short episode, but I thought I'd, I, there's no way I can go to these places and not let let you know what what they're like in, in the real deal in the flesh. It's cool to have seen it though. Oh yeah, I've always watched Little Miss. No, yeah, I, I mean Nessie, don't, but don't tell the listeners that. Shh. Oh yeah. So, I'm just at the bottom of the uh, Glenfinnan Viaduct. Um, some of you listeners might know that as the famous bridge thing that the train goes over in Harry Potter. But regular listeners will also know that uh, we've we've joked in the past about me being mistaken for Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Mr. Potter himself. And uh, I'm just filling you in to say, even though this is full of tourists, no one 
just thought I was Daniel Radcliffe. Unless they thought and then they... They were too polite. Too polite I think that might have been it because there's a lot of people here, yeah. some dressed in like wizard garb you in front get, of the bridge. You got some funny looks, didn't you? Double takes. I was just wondering if um, on the way down anyone would ask for a photo op because I was totally ready to go go with it, but uh, sadly it didn't happen. Nothing. So I just thought I'd let you know. Damn. There we go. It's me. I'm sitting in the uh, what did we say it was? Motorhome. Motor and I'm just gonna fill you in on a little something. Uh, so a couple of days ago, I don't know what order I'm putting these snippets of recording on the episode, but a few days ago we were at Loch Ness. You heard me walking around. the castle. Um, and witnessing the beast. Um, while we were at Loch Ness, I had intended to visit the Bolskin House. Now, regular listeners, the Bolskin House is what um, is relevant to do, 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 the episode that Tiss did on Alistair Crowley. Crowley? Crowley? Crowley. Um, he did lots of occult stuff there. Uh, Jimmy Page was involved, and, uh, you know, a house of ill repute, let's say. Now, we had intended to go there. I will say that it is the opposite side of the lock to the castle, Mm. but we didn't go, and I'll tell you why. A lot of you probably already know this, if you know anything about Crowley or the occult and stuff, but um, the house burnt down. So, um, yeah, I looked at I was like, okay, well, let me get a bit of, refresh my memory about Crowley and, and Paige and what happened there. But in 2015, so I don't remember, Tiss might have even mentioned this in an episode, um, it, it, burnt, it had a massive fire damage, basically. And um, so not really worth me visiting. Um, so I'm looking it up online now just to fill you in if you don't know. The interior was almost completely destroyed. Um, only a little bit of the roof and the outer wall survived um, and the former owner said that because the damage was so bad it was unlikely to ever be rebuilt unless someone out there with an interest in the occult wanted to spend a lot of money so after that the ruins and the land were uh, put on the market for half a million pounds in 2019 and are now owned by the Bolskin House Foundation um, who intend to restore the house and gardens to original form and open the estate to the public. Um, and there's a website, bolskinhouse.org, all about the project. But there was a second fire shortly after they bought it. So is it a cursed house? Maybe. Um, suspected arson, but in July 2019, um, there was another fire. So, you know unlucky old house so i don't know as of now like what what their future intentions are but that's why i didn't visit the bolskin house i wanted to there's not much for me to visit i could have gone and visited the charred remains i suppose just to say i've been there 
But for that, it was a long drive around the lock on an already tightly scheduled day. So, there we go. Didn't do it. What do you think about that, Becca? I think we made the right choice. Made the right choice by not going? Yeah, we could have got caught in the curse. Did you have any interest in going anyway? Um, I think I would have liked to see it, but going to see like a burned down wreck, not so much. If there's not, if nothing to see, what's the point going there, I guess? I don't know, like... Because I have a podcast about the paranormal <laughs> and stuff and I could say I was standing there. Well, add an extra day onto our trip then, because it would have been a bit of a hassle to get all the way around there. Well, we ended, up, we ended up pushing up north of Loch Ness and staying in the woods by Loch Garve, which was a lot more fun, I would say. Yeah, that was really nice. Anyway, so that's a little update on what happened with the Bolskin house. Um, I know I said a couple of days ago, or probably on this recording like 15 minutes ago, Oh, we're going to have some of the Uckert Castle whiskey. We still yeah. haven't we still haven't drank it, but tonight we intend to. I also managed to pick up some Loch Ness beer called Dark Ness. Yeah. So I'll give you a little update on the Dark Ness and the Castle whiskey tonight, as we're currently sitting here uh, drinking beer in the uh, motorhome. Anyway, see you later. Love you lots. Bye. Hello. We're going to drink uh, some Dark Ness, mm. a rich black stout from Loch Ness Brewery. Oh, and we're in the middle of playing um, an exit escape room game in the middle in the in our motorhome in the middle of the woods. So it's nice and atmospheric in here. Spooky, we're locked in a cabin. <laughs> yeah, we're playing the abandoned cabin. So some of you may be familiar; they're super popular games, but we're we're playing some on our trip. So, but Dark Ness, how was it? It's really nice. Let me try it. Not bad at all. Very nice. Really smooth. Yeah, it's good. Well, thanks, uh, Loch Ness Brewery. Cheers. Uh, so far, a thumbs up. We'll see if it's double thumbs up once we try the whiskey. Oh, hey. So, we had our darkness. Yeah, it was really nice. We finished our escape room. We made it out. It's now... Late night in the middle of the woods, yeah, at Glencoe. Yeah, surrounded by mountains. And, um, and midges. And midges, loads of midges. That's why we had a night inside the van tonight. We then opened the door because <laughs> you open the door and a flood of midges enter and then we get bitten and had to clean the place out. So we're having a night in the van tonight, boozing and playing games. But we made it out of the escape room of the abandoned cabin. We Finally. did not amazingly. It was re- it was harder than I thought it was going to be, but it was still really fun. We did not amazingly, but well, well for our first to be honest, go. I think I we've solved the riddle, but then I made I was like doing the wrong code thing. Yeah, so we made a bit of a boo boo in the middle. Oh, yeah. It slowed us down, and also at the beginning we missed page one of the book. We moved <laughs> on to page three, so that set us behind. But you know, not not amazing. They they graded us three out of ten stars, <laughs> but I think we did okay. Never done one before. Uh, I think we did all right. So now, to celebrate at the end, before we go to bed, we're drinking our Urquhart Castle... Urquhart? Urquhart. Urquhart. Right. Uh, whiskey from the castle that you heard us recording at. And uh, what I've got here... That was on the shores of Loch Ness. Is I actually bought a whiskey shot glass <laughs> from the Loch Ness gift shop with Nessie and the castle on it. 
Yeah. So we'll be drinking out of that. I'll get Becca to take a picture of me um, drinking my drink out of this shot glass. Mm. It'll be on my Twitter if you follow me on there. And uh, yeah, I'll pour it out now. In fact, actually, I'll let Becca go first and she can give me her <laughs> opinion. Right. Well, we Because little... we went to a whiskey bar last night. We learned a little trick, didn't we? Last night we went to a whiskey bar on the Isle of Skye. Accidentally, not like, oh, we'll go to a whiskey bar. We went to a bar because we passed it and the food smelt good. We pulled in, got some really good uh, fish and chips. And it was, it was like stumbling across the best whiskey bar you could ever imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I like whiskey. I drink a little bit of bourbon from yeah. time to time. And then, okay, there's a couple of Scotch whiskeys I like. I'm not like... I'm not knowledgeable enough, but mm. this place is renowned and had over 400 varieties of Scotch whiskey with a guy who knew everything about them behind the bar. He was amazing. So he sort of taught us a little bit about how to enjoy it. And, and then the made us a custom flight, didn't he? Put together a custom flight for us. And I feel like from that, we now know a little bit more about whiskey. But Here's our top top. I don't trick. know if I want to drink all of this tonight. Cause Oof. Okay. That'll right. be between us and then we can have the rest of the time. I have a feeling this is going to be oh, very hard. Oh, look harsh. at it. You can see. You can see the water oh, in it. Shit. Right, okay. So, Becca first. Tell us what Cheers. you think of the Loch Ness. Ooh. Is it harsh? It's not crazy harsh. It's, it's kind of down the middle in terms of, like, sweet and smoky. Well, it probably risk. will be if they're selling it at a gift shop. I'm not trying to do <clears> the most <throat> amazing whiskey in the world. But. It's all right. Alright, so you can get a picture of me with my shot glass then. Okay. You can see that beautiful design on the front of this shot glass. <laughs> finger up. <laughs> your little finger Right, up. ready? <laughs> okay, don't know how I feel about this. I think I'm better at tasting whiskey than you are. Probably. It's warming, isn't it? Mmm. Sleep well tonight, had a few beers, mm-hmm. had some whiskey. My brain is fried after an hour 45 trying to solve an escape room in the yeah. middle of the woods. We've got to get up and go to... Um... We're going to a brewery tomorrow. We're going to Stalker Castle tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to Loch Lomond tomorrow. Nice. Stalker Castle from um, Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Yeah. Castle Arg. We'll talk about that tomorrow, because I've got things to say about that. <laughs> right. Better second time round? Better second time round. Not the best whiskey I've ever had. Not the worst whiskey I've ever had. It's alright. It's alright. I'll give them one of these for Craig. I wonder if he'll like it. There we go anyway. We liked uh, Darkness. Uh, the Urquhart Castle Speyside Whiskey. Um, very it, warming. I think it tastes better out of the Loch Ness shot glass. Yes. It adds a little... Uh, I don't know what... <laughs> right, I'm going to drink this and then climb up into our little bunk. Good night. Night, everyone. Oh, shite. Falling down. We'll get some nice nature ambience on this one we're walking down anyway. Mm. Oh. Oh, I thought you were actually falling, but you're mocking me. <laughs> so we're walking down. Oh, oh shite. Flipping it. Are we going down here? Oh, what's in my face? So we're walking <laughs> down okay. to um, Patch of Water. Patch of Water. With um, 
a castle on an island in it called Castle Stalker. I don't know how much of a weird tale this is, but it might be of interest to some listeners. Um, and I said I'd weigh in on this anyway. So this is... It, it was what? Castle Stalker was what? Castle... Castle <laughs> right. From what film? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Holy Grail, that's, that's that one. Yeah. I have seen them many years ago, but I forget which one's which. Is it Monty Python's Holy Grail or Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Oh, you should know that. I think it's Amber. Links are like. So, we, um... Anyway, this is that place. And I know that some listeners, um... Big fans of Monty Python. And... Especially American listeners who see it as a very strange British thing. But I have never been a fan of Monty Python. So this is Becca's choice. We're going here to look at this castle. Um... No, the be- the view was better at the top, wasn't it? I'm trying to get down to the shore, but I think we might have to go around a bit. I've also had messages from listeners that say they like it when I do these out and about recordings. Um, so it's just a little bit of this for you. For those of you who like feeling like you're out in the nature with me. Here you go. Maybe I'll do a series of podcasts where it's me on visiting different places. They're harder to do. They're easier to do because I haven't got to like sit and prepare anything, but they're harder to do. Because I've got to patchwork all the little bits of recording together into an episode. Oh, we're just not the way we came. We went up there. The way we came up there. So you're just listening to me get lost now. But anyway, we've completely lost the view. As soon as I started recording, I couldn't see the castle anymore. To me, it's a little bit of ground with a castle on it. It's steep now down there. But yeah. Maybe we should carry on driving around, see if we can get a better view of it. Is this everything you hope for, seeing the castle? I hope... Well, it's pretty cool, but we're quite far away, actually. Hmm. I think maybe if we go around the bay a bit, jump back in the van. What happened is we got conned. We were driving along the road and it said Castle Stalker Viewpoint. Yeah. Or Castle Stalker View. And we thought, oh, we'll pull in here. This would be great. And it turns out it's Castle Stalker View Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> and you can only park if you buy a drink. So it was like, oh, God, we just had breakfast. But OK, we'll pull in. It's free parking. We'll pay for a coffee to cover the parking. And then you get here and it's actually like not a... It's, it's an alright view, but you're a long way from it. But the upside of it is it's one of the few good coffees I've had since I've been driving around here. And the food looked good. And the food looked good, but we've just eaten, so I can't actually give that recommendation. Anyway, right, we're back up the top now. Alright. So there it is. It's, I'll yeah, give it's, the coffee. We had what, a hot chocolate. Seven or eight out of ten? Well. Pretty good. Food looked like a... You're so, you're so um, lenient with your scores. Yeah. I, I'm quite harsh with my scores. And this is generally a, good, generally a good cappuccino. But 8 out of 10, that's so high. We live opposite like an amazing coffee yeah. roaster. Yeah, so you've got to compare it to that. If I'm saying that that's like a 9 or a 10, this is like... A pretty, even though I think but it's pretty good, it's like 5 or 6. For our surroundings... I'd give it... No, okay, maybe a 7 out of 10. It's, food, actually, it's actually pretty good. I'll give it a The six, food looked seven. like a good 7 or 8 out of 10. Oh, they, they, they don't care about this anyway. They're castle there. Castle the view, stalker. The view's probably like a... It's a nice view. 6 out of 10. Well, you can see all that in the distance. The you can there. see the water. You can see yeah. the island. You can see the castle. What more do you want? I want to get closer. I want to get hit by a catapulting dead animal. Right, okay. So for people who aren't familiar with Pondy Python and the Holy Grail... 
What is it? <laughs> um, Not what is Monty Pond and the Holy, Holy Grail. It's, a, it's right. a silly comedy film. What's the castle? What is the castle? What is this? What happens here? They like... They're like travelling to it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And they get there. And the French just... <laughs> pops their head over the battlement. It's <laughs> John Cleese putting on a silly French accent. Oh, yeah. Sophisticated <laughs> British comedy here. So John Cleese putting on a stupid French accent. I'm follow- I haven't watched this since I was probably like eight years old, so yeah. I'm trying to follow. He pokes his head out a window and says and what? Above the battlements. I above can't remember what he says. What's he say? I don't yeah, know. silly nuggets. <laughs> Doesn't he say something about wiping their asses or something? Not Ins- fit to wipe your ass or something? Insert clip here. I don't know. I'll put in a little clip of it, yeah. Um, and then they start, like, throwing shit at them and uh, catapulting, like dead animals over the battlements and they have to leave hmm. <laughs> well, anyway here's a clip of that now hello hello who is it it is king arthur and these are my knights of the round table whose castle is this this is the castle of my master Guidelwamba. go and tell your master that we have been charged by god with a sacred quest if he will give us food and shelter for the night, he can join us in our quest for the Holy Grail. Well, I'll ask him, but I don't think he'll be very keen. Uh, he's already got one, you see. What? He says they've already got one. Are you sure he's got one? Oh, yes, it's very nice. I told him we already got one. <laughs> well, um, can we come up and have a look? Of course not. You are English type, sir. Well, what are you then? I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? What are you doing in England? Mind your own business. If you will not show us the grail, we shall take your castle by force. You don't frighten us, English pig dogs. Go and boil your bottom, sons of a silly person. I'll blow my nose at you, so-called Arthur King. You and all your silly English what a strange person. Now look here, my good man. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Is there someone else up there we could talk to? No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Now this is your last chance. I've been more than reasonable. Fichinavash. Quoi? Fichinavash. If you do not agree to my commands, then I shall... There we go. So you've enjoyed that, or you just sort of blank-faced and puzzled like I am. Hmm. Um, maybe I'm miserable. Maybe I'm miserable. And it's a stunning castle. How do you get to it? By a dragon it? boat. Right. It's just, is, is it a castle? It's so small. It's smaller than our flat. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Anyway, there we go. Part castle stalker. If we get a bit of you, I'll let you know. But I, I, this might be it. But we we still got a special special place to visit. Uh, Long time listeners may have guessed where it is. But I've been saving the best for last.
So I'm just walking onto something which has um, a long history with the podcast. And when the podcast started five or six years ago, whenever it was, uh, on episode one, and we were talking about this place, I did not think that my uh, I would ever be standing here. The weird places that my podcast has brought me. But I'm currently standing on the Overton Bridge. Uh... The dog suicide bridge that we spoke about way back on episode one. So, Becca, come over here. There are some dogs about, aren't there? There are. I'm really concerned. I've seen a few dogs. Do you know anything about the Overton Bridge? No. Um, so, over the years, this is off the top of my head, I didn't actually do any extra research for this. Um, over the years, there's been sort of an inordinate amount of dogs jumping to their deaths off the side of this bridge. You know what? It's quite high for a dog to get over there, isn't it? They'd really have to leap. There's little, like... There's almost like little, like, turret bits on the side. They would really have to leap to get over that. They'd really want to go. Which sort of ruins one of the main theories. Which is like, oh, yeah, they they saw, like, um animals down there like mink and stuff like that because a lot of mink in this area and they jump to their death but they can't see over unless they're all big great danes so i'm gonna get a picture of me in one of these turrets so you can sort of see how high this wall is for these dogs to jump over because this is like the only sort of low enough leaping point and uh this will be on twitter or wherever i'll put it on facebook it's almost like a little podcast pilgrimage but you could, it, I think a dog could jump up there. Yeah, but why would they want to? I think it's like a little bit higher than like jumping into the boot of a car. But why would they want to? Yeah, exactly. It's really far down. It's a long way down. You're not surviving that drop. Even if a human did it, you'd be a goner. Yeah. There so are yeah. birds and stuff around, but like, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think, like, I swear, like, oh, I, I'm sure it was mink. I'm sure it was mink, they said. There's mink down there. Sure there is, but look, there's a pathway down there. Like, a dog walking along here couldn't see over the Do you think we're at the wrong bridge? No, you said this was the bridge. <laughs> I looked at a picture of it on Wikipedia. This looks like the one. A dog walking along couldn't see over at all. Yeah, look, here we go. Since the 1950s, I've got the picture here. Since the 1950s, numerous reports of dogs either falling or jumping from the bridge have been reported, with the instance often resulting in serious injury or death upon landing on the rock some 50 feet below. The bridge is nicknamed the Dog Suicide Bridge. Various explanations for the deaths have been proposed, ranging from natural accidents to paranormal activity. There's a little bird sitting on the side of the bridge now. What type of bird is that? Chaffinch. Chaffinch. What's he doing? So, um. Can you hear it? Yeah. So, it wasn't too much of a detour to come here. I thought it'd be rude not to come. We're on our way to the Ockentoshan Distillery to get some whiskey this morning, and it's only about 10 minutes away. So, it was perfect. The house is lovely, though. It's next to Overton House, which is rather grand. You're not allowed in, I don't think. I'm not sure. And uh, this would be a perfect place to sort of end this recording, I suppose. So I'm not going to waffle on about all the extra stuff. You know where you can go, weirdtalesintheunexplainable.com. It's all on there. 
and you can get in contact at wtatupod at gmail.com um, and go to bobshoy.com this is part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network you can see other podcasts I work on I'll leave it at that you go to them places weirdhasnexplainer.com wtatupod at gmail.com and bobshoy.com b-o-b-s-h-o-y and um, yeah I'm just sad that the boys couldn't be with me to um, to stand in this place which is so important to Weird Tales history but I suppose there's nothing left to say and finally I've had a set from uh, until next time don't walk your dog near this fucking bridge <laughs> see you later love you lots bye bye oh shit there's a fucking wasp in there Weird place for a basketball hoop, isn't it? Why does someone live here? I wonder how they feel about food just like walking all over the garden if they do. Old man Overton. Maybe he's doing it. He hates dogs. He got bitten by a dog as a kid and he lures him off the bridge and sits in his house snickering between playing rounds of basketball. Reminds me a bit of um, Willy Wonka. Modston. Oh. <laughs> You've heard this. <laughs> I was going to just leave recording in case I saw any dogs so I could interview them on the way. Seeing if they felt nervous. It's a car that was there a dog in that car. Mm-hmm. There's some people walking up this way but they were obviously avoiding the bridge. Yeah, taking the long way around. Mm. Sensible. Yeah. No dogs. Yeah. They've not got any dog. I wonder if they had a dog when they started that walk. Oh, man. Right, well, no more dogs. They're all gone. They're all gone. I came home from Scotland with so much whiskey. Yeah. Every every time I drove past a distillery, I was like, oh, well, let's pull in and have a look. And I'd walk out of the gift shop with 50 quid's worth of whiskey <laughs> every time. <laughs> had like hundreds of pounds of whiskey in the back. That's so funny. Mm. Went to this place on the Isle of Skye. We just pulled in because it was like the only place to eat nearby. And we just said, oh, if we have dinner here and drinks, can we just sleep in your car park? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Um and the, the but we didn't know when we sat down there that it's like really renowned for whiskey and they actually had over 400 varieties of whiskey behind the bar and Jesus. some like whiskey expert behind the bar so this guy was just like letting us try different stuff all night and it was awesome see i used to be on whiskey and now i'm all about rum you're asking me before we started recording about um scotland and scotland was great listeners i've been i don't know why i'm talking addressing the listeners already <laughs> <laughs> it's because i was thinking um i've rec- I recorded while i was over there like i recorded a weird tales episode um but i guess i'll talk about it at the end of the episode but anyway i um we had the camper van and we drove all around scotland i went to loch ness and all that stuff didn't go to the bolskin house it burnt down um but yeah i went to the yeah, sorry, the overton bridge and all that stuff but when um i got back to the car well, actually, when I dropped the car off to get the camper van, it was like really rattly. And I rang the guy I worked for and I said, look, my car's sounding shit. So I don't want to think about it while I'm on holiday, but just be aware that when I get back, my car might have to go into the garage. And then when I got 
back in the car. I said, look, mate, it's still rattling. It's really bad. I was supposed to be working the next day. He's like, I really need you. I really need you. Look, take it to my brother-in-law's house. He's a mechanic. He used to work for BMW. He'll get it sorted out for you and he'll lend you a spare car. I said, all right. A whole way down the motorway, it's making horrible sounds. I dropped it off its house. I said, look, I don't know anything about cars. It's just rattling. And then he walked around the back and kicked the exhaust and it was just like hanging off. <laughs> and I driven to Edinburgh and back with the exhaust hanging off the back. I was like, well, I told you I didn't know anything about cars. That's so, so funny. So he's still got that. I've, I'm supposed to be buying a new car like in the next couple of weeks, but now I have to pay to get that fixed before I can sell it. So it's really fucking irritating. That's shit. What are you getting? Look, uh, we actually haven't decided yet. We're viewing a few this weekend. I we I was going to get a van for work, but then we didn't want a van because then we haven't got like a normal car and I'm only going to be working three days a week soon. So I think we're going to get like a, an estate because then I can use the back as a van and the front's still like a car. So we're viewing a few estates this weekend. Nice. Yeah. I'm like a family man with no family. My family are like my tools. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beef, you're muted, by the way. Oh, yeah, he is muted. Yeah, Beef, you're muted. I can... Sitting here for a while, I can see... Something over there. I don't know if I'd say it was a monster. There was definitely something peeking over that, over the water over. Oh my god. Is that. That's Nessie. It's Nessie. It's the Loch Ness monster. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.